I believe he's great. Amen. He is great. He is awesome. Worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Before we get into the slideshow tonight, I just wanted to go to, uh, look with me in Psalms chapter 70. If you're taking notes, have you noticed we put some uh, cut pieces of paper in front of you? Uh, if you want to take notes, you can just take some of those and write these notes. Once you get these scriptures down in your heart and in your spirit, I finished last week about, about not, not uh, giving up. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm leaving my phone on because I'm waiting for my son to land in Alaska and he's supposed to text us. So y'all just have to give me a moment if I get a text from Alaska. Hallelujah. But anyway, on Psalm chapter 70, last week I was sharing about how you, you're not to be intimidated by the enemy. The enemy is supposed to be intimidated by you. That there's a strength in God that will cause you to stand that you will not be embarrassed. But there's nothing worse for the enemy to be embarrassed by the king of kings who resides on the inside of you. We're speaking about strength. And I want you to look with me in Psalms chapter 70. Let's just look at verse 1. It says, make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. How many ever said, God, hurry up? <laughs> How many ever said, God, if you don't hurry, you know, I'm as good as dead. God, hurry up here. And it goes on to say, listen to what it says, verse 2. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek my life. That's a powerful scripture. How many ever felt like the enemy was after you? David is saying here, let them who are after my life be ashamed, who seek my life. Now listen, verse 2, look what it continues to say. Let them turn their back and confused who desire my hurt. The Living Bible says that uh, let them be humiliated and put to shame. And then the message says that they'll get a taste of their own medicine and they'll fall over themselves and, and because those who wanted my downfall. There's your scripture about understanding that if you resist the enemy, he will turn tail and run away from you. Resist him and he has to turn from you. The enemy in a lot of ways have tried to humiliate us and try to come against us and pull us down in so many ways. But there's a supernatural strength that God wants to infuse you and I with to that where we're able to stand in this might that God has given us that we will not be the ones ashamed before the enemy, but the enemy will be ashamed before the church, the body of Christ. Amen. Philippians, look with me, Philippians chapter 1. Let me give you another one here. Look what Paul says, Philippians chapter 1, and I love this scripture. God is going to give you a strength to stand. That's why we're studying this. Philippians chapter 1, verse 28. Paul says this, and Paul had a strength so strong, such an example for us. And it says, and not in any way be terrified by your adversaries, which is to them proof of perdition. So it says here, do not be terrified in any way. The Living Bible says, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. So we're hearing him say the same thing by, that David said about not be intimidated by the enemy. Don't live your life in fear, expecting that the enemy is going to tear you down. And if you're taking notes, write down Proverbs 28.1. It says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Somebody shout out bold. The righteous are as bold as a lion. There's times when you have to pray for your children and the enemy's attacking them, maybe a fever, an infirmity, a sickness, and you have to bind the enemy boldly. Speak to the enemy 
as Jesus spoke to the enemy. Because when you speak in that name, it says Jesus is speaking himself. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 as well as Acts chapter 14 that the people were amazed at the boldness and the confidence that they saw in the apostles. The world needs to see a boldness and a confidence in our lives on a daily basis. That we believe the word, act upon the word, and believe that it's going to act and God is going to confirm his word with signs and wonders following. How many believe we serve a God like that? Amen. So in no way are we to be intimidated by the enemy, but know that God is with us and he's stronger and we're going to win. So whatever fight you're in, you're going to win in Jesus' name. Now, I want to start off here, as we said, and I, I want to put these PowerPoints up because I want you to, to, to see these scriptures. Now, everybody brings their Bibles. I invite you to take your Bibles out and study. But I want you to see this where it says in Philippians chapter 6, verse 10, Finally, my brethren, or he's saying, or he's saying I'm saving the best part, best part for last. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I want you to take note of these three words. I'm going to give you the definitions of them. Strong, power, and might. And I, I do not have this on PowerPoint, but in Ephesians, write this down, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. It uses the same three words, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. It says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? How many of you believe tonight? The exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Somebody shout out mighty power. Mighty power. That's available to us. And then Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16, it says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Strengthened with the might by his spirit in the inner man. And what's amazing is uh, Dr. Charles Stanley's devotion for today is drawing from the source. And listen to what he says. He had made a simple, profound faith decision to draw his life from the Lord as a result of the calm assurance he possessed on the inside. He's talking about Paul here. Listen to what he says here. An assurance that he possessed on the inside or his inner man, which he knew nothing could steal. And you've got to have that mindset that Paul did. The enemy cannot steal my strength. The enemy cannot steal my faith unless I let him to, allow him to. And he says here, you've got to draw upon that. And he was confident of his identity as a child of God. And look what he says here. When his life was threatened, he chose to draw strength from the Lord. He decided to stop drawing from other sources and trying to be in control. When he felt flustered or anxious or angry. And he would, want to, he would stop and say, Lord, you are my source. And I draw from you the capacity to be kind. I draw from you, listen to this revelation, the capacity to forgive. And see, strength has to do with forgiveness. Because you know in yourself, there are some people and some things you may never in your own self be able to in your own source or supply, be able to forgive. There are some things that you say, I just, you might have said, I'll never be able to forgive that. But you're not supposed to draw from your own source of strength. You're supposed to draw from his source of strength to be able to forgive that. And so you just say, Heavenly Father, 
I don't depend upon myself. I read last week that I depend upon your might and upon your strength, that you're working on the inner man. So I draw upon the same forgiveness that you were able to operate in on the cross. And I choose to draw from that source of forgiveness in my life in Jesus' name. In the face of Pilate, when Pilate gave him a decision, are you the king? Tell me now, I, I have the power to let you go. Jesus boldly spoke back and said, you have no power unless it was given to you. And you don't have that power. He was confident and bold even in the face of Pilate, in the face of life and death. Why? He drew that source from God. He goes on to say here, I draw from you forgiveness and I need to extend that forgiveness right now. I draw from you the love you express to express from others. I don't have it in me, but I draw it from you. And, and, and it says here, just watch and see how God will quiet your spirit and provide confidence when you draw only from him as your source. And then you will be surprised by your own attitude when you respond from within rather from without. And I thought, man, that went so well with the message tonight about learning how, how to just draw from that strength from the Holy Spirit. That you're not, you and I are not left to ourselves to just, just live on ourselves or depend upon ourselves. But he'll give us that strength that we need to carry on. So we see here, it talks about strong in the Lord and his might. That first word, in the, to be strong in the Lord and the power. Let's just look at the word power there. Or, or, or that word strength. The word strength there is E-N-D-U-N-A-M-O-O -O in, in the Greek. And it means to strengthen, to make strong. And what's interesting is that this is the strength that would come upon Samson when he would need. Samson wasn't strong 24 hours a day. He was strong when he needed the strength. He drew it from God and God would supernaturally anoint him with a strength to be able to do what was impossible for himself or man. He was able to do with the strength of God. And that strength, the strength of Jesus Christ has been made available to you and I. I just don't think I can go through this. I don't think I can keep on living. Oh, yes, you can. You just draw from that source of supernatural strength of God. That word strength means to be equipped with power necessary to get whatever needs to be done, done. Hallelujah. Somebody shout out, I have the power in Jesus' name. The second word there, it says strong is endumo. The second word is kratos. And that word means to hold fast. It means force. It means dominion. It means strength. It means in the presence of the one whose strength comes from he who holds everything together. And I'm just giving you a short definition of these words so you can start seeing that Paul is using three different Greek words here that when we just read our Bible, we see these three words, but they are so deep that when you get a Bible and you start studying them and you start digging into it, it just strengthens your heart. And then the last word there, might, is I-S-C-H-U-O in the Greek, and it means to avail. It means to be strong. It means to be of use. It means to be effective, and it means to produce results. So you, you can lay a hold of those words and study them and just believe God that God is making you strong, that you are effective. The word of God, the, the sword of the spirit is effective in your, in your mouth when you speak his word. It's anointed. He gives you the strength to be able to continue to sustain and do what you need to do. So the Lord's just telling us to learn to be strong. Now I shared the scripture with you last week and I want to go to it again. 
And it says here, I go the way of the earth. Be thou strong, therefore. Be what? Strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies that is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, whithersoever thou turnest thyself. Now, how many know there's a lot of emphasis here about staying in the word of God? What's interesting, in Joshua chapter 24, these are the last words of Joshua. When God spoke, and we're going to see it in a minute, when God spoke, be strong and follow his precepts, he spoke it to Joshua at the death of Moses. And now Joshua is speaking to Israel about be careful, be strong, don't let the enemy entice you with his gods or other things. And then we see David's telling it to Solomon, and Solomon ends up saying it himself. But it says here to be strong, to be show yourself a godly man, a godly woman, to be strong in the Lord. And then it says here in 2 Chronicles 15, 7, Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. There's a reward for being strong and staying strong. In this day where people and denominations are being controversy on what they believe and, and trying to explain away certain parts of the Bible or what we stand, the world is looking for someone who is going to stand for convictions. And I tell you what, I thank God that, for example, Chris Pratt, who's the actor in, in Jurassic Park, and Matthew McConaughey, who has stood up and said that, that he was told he would lose his career if he said that he believed that marriage is between a, a man and a woman. But he said, well, it's what the Bible says, and I believe the Bible, and I follow Jesus Christ. And so take that Hollywood. And Chris Pratt and his wife, their child was given up to die, but he renewed his faith, and she was already a Christian. They're serving God, and there's so many others who are having conversions. And how many of you know God can have a revival in Hollywood? He can have a revival anywhere. Can I hear an amen? But what's remarkable is seeing these people who are in the light not bow or be intimidated by the pressure that the world is putting on them. Now, if they can take a stand in Hollywood, how much more can we take a stand wherever we work and wherever we live in central Louisiana? Amen. And it says here to be strong, to, to show yourself strong and, and, and um, not to give in. It says, let not your hands be weak. Now, let me give you the Hebrew definition of this word weak. It says, don't be feeble. Now, listen now. Do not be disheartened. Do not lose heart. Do not get to the brink of giving up, disheartened. The word weak means do not fall out of the race. Do not drop out. Do not withdraw. Do not desert. Do not quit. Do not lose courage. And don't you ever, ever stop. Strength. Strength to believe and to trust. And continue this race, no matter what the resistance may be. Amen. To be strong in the Lord. It goes on to say here in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, Paul says, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Now, how many have been seen, just by these scriptures I've been sharing, how many of you have seen about us being encouraged to be strong? I don't see any place where we're to claim weakness, lose heart, or quit, no matter how difficult the battle is, but to draw the source of God's strength in whatever we battle in so that we know that we can win in Jesus' name. Somebody shout out, I'm strong. I'm strong. 
I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. To be strong in him, to be strengthened in him, to have your, your strength renewed in him. And I know it gets difficult at times. I know sometimes it would be so easy to give in. I know there's times where, you know, it would just be so easy to say, you know, why, why quit, keep fighting and resisting? Why not just to give in? It's because you are a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you believe the truth. And that's why you're not going to give in to the temptation. Amen. The world's telling you, everybody else does it. The world's telling you, why not go ahead and just do what everybody else is doing? And you just take a stand and say, well, I'm not of this world. I'm of above. And no matter what people say is correct, I'm going to do what the word says is correct. And I'm going to stand strong in what he says, no matter what. Amen. So resist that devil, resist that temptation, and do not give in. And Paul is saying, stand fast in the faith. Stay on watch. Stay prayed up. Stand fast in the faith. Believe God. Quit you like men. Be like a man and be strong in him. God told Joshua here, as we read this in Joshua chapter 1, 6. Nine. It says, be strong and of good courage. For unto this people thou shalt divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto the fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Now that's something to put on your refrigerator to look at every day. That's something to put, you know, in your car as you're going to work. I'm going to be strong and courageous today that I may have observed to do according to all of the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or the left. How I many you know that takes strength not to give in? Sometimes just to give in to the right or the left. And it says that thou mayest prosper in whatever thou goest. And verse 9, it goes on, do not depart from the book of the law, then it will prosper. Verse 9, have I not commanded thee? Be strong. Somebody shout out, be strong. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. There's that word weak. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Can I hear an amen? amen? Now, this word here, to be strong, in the lexicon is 2388. And it means to be attached. Be attached to the word and to God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. How can I be strong? I'm attached. I'm one with God and his word to make firm to support, to be firm, to be strong, to be courageous, to be valiant, to be helpful, to be a conqueror, to seize, retain, hold fast, to encourage. It's a word that is used 12 times in the book of Exodus alone. Now, this is interesting. This is a good example right here, and it tells it here in the Hebrew. Be strong and of good courage. 12 times... It uses this same Hebrew word to reveal the heart of Pharaoh. That Pharaoh's heart was hardened. It was strong. It held its place against God and God's word. Now, how many of you know there was nobody as stubborn as Pharaoh? Can you imagine? Listen to what I'm going to say here. Can you imagine if we would get it in our hearts that we want to be as stubborn as against the devil as Pharaoh was against God what type of church we'd be can you imagine if we would get our hearts hard towards sin like Pharaoh had his heart against the truth 
And this is the same word that explains Pharaoh 12 different times about how hard he was. Let my people go. The Lord God says, he says, who is your God? Your God is not my God. Can you imagine if we would be that strong to where we could resist what the enemy's saying and not give in as strong as Pharaoh was against God? If we could be that strong against the devil. And how many know we can be that strong against the enemy? Amen. Because that's what he's saying here. I command you, be strong in the Lord and the power of your, his might. And I was sharing that it says here to be strong, to make it a habit or a way of life, to strengthen our hands and to be strong in him. Isaiah 35, verse 3 and 4, strengthen ye the weak hands, strengthen the disheartness or wanting to let go and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. There's the word reward again, and he will come to save you. There is a reward for being strong. There is a reward for not giving in when the enemy's putting pressure on you on every way. There's a reward, as we're going to get into, there's a reward for putting on the helmet of salvation and keeping our thoughts under the blood of Jesus Christ. There is a reward for keeping our thoughts under accountability to the Holy Spirit. There is a reward for keeping that helmet of salvation on and not allowing the enemy to put his, throw his darts and to try to penetrate our thoughts and try to cause us to, to live a life of li thinking thoughts every day in a daily way that wears us down, but to keep that helmet on and resist those thoughts and those words from the enemy every day in Jesus' name. How many want to live a life like that? Just resisting those thoughts, keeping the helmet of salvation on, and, and, and just strengthening those weak areas of our life. Say to them that are fearful heart, be strong. So when you see somebody, they're going, I don't know if I can continue to go through this. I don't know if I continue to believe God. Tell them, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Your God will come with a reward, and he will come, and he will save you. Amen. Aren't you thankful that's the God we serve? That word there speaks of getting power from God. And this is something you got to understand. It uses the definition in the Greek as Paul did about wrestlers. It uses for this word strength. The more you use your muscle, the stronger that muscle becomes. And right now, you might be at a beginning place where you go, I don't want to think that way. God, please make these thoughts leave my mind. And then the thoughts come back a few minutes later. But the more you use your strength and the more you use his strength to resist those thoughts, the longer those thoughts will leave until finally those thoughts will be taken over by the thoughts from the word of God. The more you use the word of God, the more you say, I'm not weak, I'm strong, I'm able to overcome this addiction. I'm able to overcome what the enemy's been trying to tell me. I'm able to go forward. I will live and not die. The more you speak that, and the more you believe that, the more you're going to feel yourself stronger and the more you're going to find you're going farther than you've gone before. Look at Acts 9.22. But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt in Damascus, proving... This is the very Christ. What you live in your life, how you live your life in strength of God is proving that he is the Christ. But it says Saul increased the more and more in strength. It says in the Old Testament that David grew stronger and stronger and Saul grew weaker and weaker. I want to encourage you. 
If there are thoughts, if there are things that the enemy throws your way, the more you resist those thoughts, the stronger you become, the more you resist the temptation, the stronger you become that you will be able to overcome anything that the enemy has ever tried to do to hinder your walk with Christ. Isn't that good news? You just stay strong in him. Philippians 4.13, how many know this one? I can do all things through Christ, which what? Shout it out. Strengthen me. Say, I can do all things. I can conquer all things. I can believe all things. I can hope for all things. I can pull from the resources that God has given me. Hebrews eleven thirty four. It says, by the people in faith. It says, they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of what? Out of what? Weakness were what? Whoa, come on. Out of what? weakness were what somebody shout out that's me shout it out that's me you are not a person who is nervous ready to have a nervous breakdown you are strong in the Lord and the power of his might you're not a person who is a worry wart you're not a person who is fearful you are a person who is secure and you're waxing strong in the power of his might. You're not worrying about what the future holds. You're not worrying about what they're saying is coming. You're not worrying about tomorrow. You're strong and you're getting stronger in the Lord and the power of his might. You're not getting weaker. You're not getting more fearful. Things are not looking more gloom and doom. Things are looking better. Things are looking up. And I expect to see great things in the days ahead in Jesus' name. I am waxing stronger and the enemy is waxing weaker in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? They, they took strength, waxed valiant in fight, not flight, not running away. They waxed valiant in fight. As you fight, the Lord gives you strength, and they turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Now, I want you to see this word in the lexicon. It's in 1096. You don't have the lexicon Bible. You need to get it. And this is what's interesting. It means that they, it says they, they waxed valent. It means they became or they were made or formed strong. They were recreated from weakness to strength, from nothing to everything. They became strong so that certain things could come to pass. They became strong in general in different areas and were able to perform and fulfill accomplishments. They were allowed to move in greater areas of the spirit. Listen to this. They were able to come to themselves and recover their senses and understanding. Now, when I read that in the Greek, I thought, wow, what a perfect thing to read for our children. Remember the prodigal? He came to his senses. Well, that's the word there. Out of weakness, come on, or out of addictions, come on, or out of dis destruction, come on, out of low self-esteem, out of feeling like they're not going to do nothing with their lives, out of weakness, they came to their senses, they were recovered, they came to an understanding, and they were recreated to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Hallelujah. Come on. That is good. In Jesus name. To recover. 
And so as we even pray that for our children, we can pray that for ourselves, that I am waxing strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I'm not about to give up because I'm going to draw from that strength of God. I'm not going to say there's no hope for this, this child or this loved one, this mate or this one or that one. I'm not even going to say there's no hope for this country because I know that my Redeemer lives. I'm going to keep believing God for a revival. I'm going to keep believing God for signs and wonders following. I'm going to keep believing God that no matter how weak you may feel, you're going to rise up strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. So I want to invite you, would you stand? And we're just going to believe God that there is something supernatural that's going to come alive on the inside of you. That you're going to realize and see the strength of God. You're not going to be intimidated by the enemy, but you're going to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So I just want you to close your eyes and raise your hands. And I just want us to worship him for a while. And whatever area you're dealing with, whatever area you may felt like you have failed, or you may feel like you're a failure, or you may feel like you'll never conquer a certain temptation or a certain thing that's been bombarding your mind or your thoughts. The thing that is making you feel like you're less than. I just want you to draw right down this moment. Just draw from his strength. And I want you to start exercising your spiritual muscles. I want you to take these scriptures we read tonight and the weeks before. And I want you to start claiming every day. Every time you feel weak, I want you to start declaring, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. In the name of Jesus, I am strong in the areas of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I am strong in patience and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and meekness and temperance. I am strong in living the life of Christ. I am strong of living the life of the Word. I am strong in my soul my emotions, my mind, my intellect. I am strong in making decisions and making wise decisions. I am strong when it comes to my convictions. I am strong when it comes to how I live my life. I am strong against the enemy. I am strong and I gain strength as I fight against the forces that fight by, against my loved ones. I am strong against sickness and disease. I am strong against principalities and powers and wicked spirits in high places. I am strong against all the power of the enemy. When I use the name of Jesus, all of heaven is backing me up. When I pray in the authority of the name of Jesus, the spirit of power and the spirit of might that resides on the inside of me comes to life. The anointing of the Holy Spirit begins to move on the inside of me. And I begin to see Jesus high lifted up and reigning upon his throne. I stop looking at the things around me and looking at the things that are trying to bring me down. And I continue to look upon the one who is risen and, and has been raised in newness of life. I worship you, my Jesus, and I praise you for the power and the authority in your name. I praise you that, Lord, I am able to be strong against despair and weakness and depression.
I thank you, Lord, that, Father, we could get the vision tonight that our life is not a life to be lived dependent upon certain drugs to give us peace. But I believe that there is a strength coming inside of each and every one that you will be strong in the Lord and the anointing which His Spirit provides. You will not live a life of dependency upon the wells built by men. But you will live upon a dependency on the flow of the river of the Holy Spirit. That he says that there will be a river released within your inner man. And as this river is released within your inner man, there will come an utterance on the inside of you and there will become a renewed way of thinking on the inside of your mind that you will come in agreement with heaven and heaven will come in agreement with your words. And things will be able to begin to move because it will come forth as a battling ram. And as you speak my word and as you praise and as you pray, there will come a force as a mighty river. And there will be nothing that will be left standing once you take your stand in what I have to say, says the Lord. There will be a force that will go forth and destroy the walls that have been lifted there by man and by yourself. The walls you've put up because of hurts and things of the past. This river will be released on the inside of you. It will cause those walls to be poured, come, poured, pulled down to where you will be able to see those things that have hindered you before will be moved out of the way completely so that there will be a smooth field where once there was mountains and walls standing. There is a force that is arising in this hour and this day. For the word says that when the enemy will come in like a flood, when it seems like there's nothing you can do to withstand it, I will raise up the standard. I will cause that my word will be confirmed with signs and wonders following. We say to you, almighty God, belongs the strength and the power, the dominion and the might. We'll remind ourselves from where our strength comes from, the Lord God, the maker of all and everything. We will stir up Oh, hallelujah. We will stir up the gift of faith. We will stir up the gift of faith. We will stir up the gift of faith that will cause heaven to marvel that there is one that is still standing believing for the miraculous and mighty deeds to be done in my son's name. We will stir up the strength of God to be strong in you in every area of our life. We will not, as you commanded us, be weak, weary, talk of quitting or stopping we will continue to take our stand and as we do we will see the enemy grow weaker and we will see ourselves grow stronger father i ask you to give each and every one an inner image of themselves as they pray that they're not the ones with the enemy's foot on their neck but they're the ones with their foot upon the enemy's neck lord i praise you for strength and peace now I praise you, the enemy is weak and defeated before them. And Lord, we give you the praise and we give you the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And the church says, hallelujah. Come on, shout out, I'm strong. Shout out, I'm strong. Shout out, I'm strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lance landed in Alaska. That's all I wanted to hear. Praise God. Thank God. Thank God. Praise God. Listen, we have prayer teams ready to pray with you. We love you. We thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for coming and studying this. It's so important just to get these nuggets and get these scriptures and meditate on them day and night. And don't believe 
what the devil's been telling you for years. Don't believe you're weak and cannot conquer the things that have been battling you. Don't believe anything that a person or someone has said to try to pull you down. You believe the word of God for your life. You rise up more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror. You enter into the rest of the Lord and be strong in him in Jesus' name. We love you. We bless you. Don't forget this Friday is going to be Father's Day. We're going to have an awesome service. And also, we just praise God that we're going to be here at 9 o'clock and 1030. And we just bless each and every one of you. You are dismissed, and we're here to pray with you. You need God bless you, and we love you. Amen.